0: Welcome to the Tim Fowler Show, where production is paramount and we discuss the tools, time, and people associated with getting jobs done and making a profit. On today's episode of The Tim Fowler Show, we will be talking about the four-day work week with the help of special guest Tim Welsh of Welsh Construction in Lexington, Virginia. Alongside Tim Fowler, I'm your co-host Steve Wheeler. Here is The Tim Fowler Show.
1: Once again, Tim Fowler here, and welcome to The Tim Fowler Show. Keep those ideas coming. Love to hear from everybody. Remember, my email is tim at remodelersadvantage.com. If you're interested in talking to me at all about my consulting work, I'd love to hear from you on that as well. So in general, there are a few things we need to make a contracting business work. Uh, One of them is definitely efficiencies in the field. We want our people to be as efficient as possible and, you know, give us a little bit extra on the net as we move forward. We're also looking for, especially right now, we're looking for a little bit of a competitive edge over all of our competition on hiring and um, and keeping people. And so we want to have an ability to present something to that great lead carpenter that they can't find anywhere else. We're also looking for what's commonly called the good life balance, both for us and for our employees. Well, I think I've found a place where all three of these things kind of come together. And uh, we're going to have our guests comment on this in just a minute. One of the things I want to do right off the bat here is apologize to all the owners of businesses and managers of businesses that uh, have been great supporters of mine for years because I'm about to open up a big can of worms. And any of your employees that are listening to this podcast are going to become run into you and say, hey, what about us? We can do that. So I apologize right here. We want to talk about the four-day work week. So back when I was a production manager, I tried to get the business I work for to go to this four day work week for our field staff and five days for the office, which means I really didn't get anything out of it except one quiet day when nothing was going on out in the field so I could focus on planning and other things like that. So I felt like it was a great idea. I felt it was really a great idea, particularly in the summertime when day lengths are typically longer. And the weekends are more important, especially in the D.C. area. And I know in the Northeast, everybody lives for the weekend. And so I thought that was a great way to make our space a little better. We couldn't make it happen. The bosses wouldn't go for it. And maybe we can talk about some of those objections with our guests today. So let's get right into it, Steve. Let's start talking about this great thing Obviously, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Four-day work
0: week. (laughs) Yeah, it's a concept that I always thought about but never even started to try to execute. So I'm excited to welcome our guest, Tim Welsh. He majored in wood technology in college in the early 80s and wanted to get into the custom furniture business, but realized that he was going to either starve to death or end up building kitchen cabinets. He decided to start working with a local contractor as a laborer making $5 an hour, which happened to be not – Too good for a college student, and after five years (laughs) and having become the contractor's foreman, he decided to go into his own business in the early 90s. After a few years of doing everything himself, his wife joined the business and took on the bookkeeping and helped with sales. They realized early on that they knew how to build, but needed help with the business side of things. They became members of NARI, attended trade shows, and joined the Remodeler's Advantage roundtables. Although there have been several ups and downs over the years, including recessions and various management issues, Tim believes that the people management is still one of the more difficult and challenging aspects of running a small business, but a part of the challenge that he enjoys the most. Welcome to the show, Tim.
2: Thanks, Steve. I appreciate that. And Tim, I, I enjoy being here. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about this.
1: Fantastic. So give us a little more of a rundown on what your business is like uh What is the company doing about? What volume are you doing? Maybe how many employees
2: you have? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess starting off with like most contractors, probably they get started from the field. I was really just myself and a helper, and maybe two helpers as time went by and I would do most anything. I think the second job I had was building fence for a, a client, but as I have cut my teeth in new construction. So, I was very that's kind of what i wanted to do was to get into new construction and i over the years i did start picking up some new houses and worked on that for probably the first eight years doing mostly new construction maybe a little bit of remodeling but kind of realized after a while that we weren't getting but maybe one out of every 10 new construction jobs that were coming to us and but we were getting almost 90 percent of our remodeling jobs that were coming to us And i think it was just uh we were a better fit for remodeling so we kind of switch gears and just decided we were not going to do new construction any longer and that we were going to focus on remodeling. Um, You know, as the years have gone by, we've grown definitely. Now we've got uh, anywhere, let's say, average around 12 carpenters in the field. Um, We also have um, uh, a bookkeeper, a receptionist, a CAD designer uh estimator and then two design staff and then we have a co-owner we're in the process of transferring ownership of our business to a a person who's worked for us for a number of years and uh he's actually a five percent co-owner and and we're four years into an eight-year plan of a transition so um we're halfway there for him to kind of take over the business and then i may still work in the business just as an employee and not as the owner um as far as volume this year, I think we're going to be around 4 million. We've been hovering in the two and a half to three and a half million for a while. It seems like we've been in that no man's zone, I think is uh, what I hear some yeah. people talk about, yeah. and, and I'm not sure that has been somewhat. I think that's one, been one of the challenges for us right now is just trying to figure out whether we want to move up and get above that zone or go back down and kind of get below that area
1: yeah, there's probably good reasons for both. So there let's ju- are. yeah, let's jump right into the topic. When did this idea of the four day work week hit you and or has it been ever since you started that's just what you did?
2: Yeah, you know, I was trying to remember when we did start. so I, I know there was a period of time when I was working for another contractor that over the summer, we talked that contractor into letting us as a field staff work the four ten hour days. And we absolutely loved it, but he only let right. it go for about a month before he put the bosh <laughs> on it because he did not like it and yeah. didn't feel like it worked well for him. Um, I, you know, early on, I think I implemented it pretty soon because as I, when you know, you're wearing all those hats as a, a smaller contractor, um, I found it really nice to be able to focus on the field for those four days and maybe do some sales, but be able to be more focused on the the construction side and then on Fridays I was able to do my sales and my estimating and and, you know I mean I was working 50 hours or more probably a week then but it definitely kind of it suited me for the way I thought it allowed me to focus my attention better and to be better serve my clients and also and then just over time I mean the carpenters I think they would probably revolted on me if they decided that if I told them we had to go back to a five day work week, I mean, they right. just, it was into their DNA at that point in time. And I think right. there was no going back.
1: So is this currently with the company you have now, do, is everybody on the four day work week or is it just your field staff?
2: So it's just the field staff, except okay. for my CAD designer. Uh she, um, she's got a little bit more flexibility, and she likes to work the 410s, and yeah. so she does, she she is on that same schedule. She will come in on a Friday if I'm meeting with a client or whether we have to do a presentation or something, so she knows that she's on call for Fridays, but um, that's her preference. The other staff, it'd be really hard to do, um, I was, yeah. and at first when I even let her do it, I was not – totally enamored with it because there was just, uh, it made me make sure I had to have my clients. I, you know, i try to schedule my meetings with clients where I'm doing a CAD design review days that she's on, you know, working. So it kind of rest right. restricts my flexibility on that a little bit, but yeah, it's, it's primarily field staff.
1: So just, I know it's difficult for you to remember exactly when this uh, got started, but was there ever a, a concept in your mind that you'd allow some people in the field to work a traditional week and then others work the four tens or was it just, no, everybody's going to do it the same?
2: Yeah, no, I said, no, everybody's going to do it the same. I wasn't, I mean, there's no benefit to me of having the, I mean, I think it just makes it more complicated. Just like (laughs) I was saying with this CAD person, if you, uh, if you, it's, it's much easier to roll it out and, and make it work. I think if everybody in the field is doing that, Um, the, and also if you have carpenters moving from one project manager who's doing an eight hour day and another project manager who's doing a 10 hour day, that just gets really complicated. So I, I don't think that could work. Um, you know, one of the the things that we have found that, and one of the other reasons I think I rolled this plan out from a financial standpoint, it makes a lot of sense too, because you end up not having as much startup and breakdown time. So, um, you know, every morning when you get to work and the guys get all their tools out, that 15 minutes, whatever it takes, 20 minutes to get everything up and going, and then that same time in the evening, I mean, you could almost look at it, you're picking up a half hour per day of production, or at least one extra half hour of production for that week because right. you're not doing that on Fridays. Yeah. And also, I think the same thing goes for lunch because I remember in the field, a lot of times, that half hour lunch ended up being 35, 40 minutes, or whatever, and you add that up for five days a week. You know, it adds up to maybe another half hour a time that you're
1: picking. Right. Up. Yeah. So, so, so I'd like, so I'd like to kind of get into some of the objections. You already mentioned that one of your bosses said, "No, we're not going to do that. Doesn't work for me." But there are basically four objections, and I'm just going to throw them out okay. one at a one at a time and let you address them. Uh, The first one being clients just won't understand. They they expect us to work, you know, five days a week. They just will not like it if no one's there on Friday. How do you address that?
2: So yeah, so we, you know, when we have a pre-construction meeting before we start a job, we go over this with our clients to say, hey, we're gonna be there you know, four 10-hour days. We work Monday through Thursday and that there's a chance there may be a sub there on Friday, but most often you will not see us there on Friday. And I think because we approach that topic early on and let them know, I mean, we're working the same number of hours and we do it because we feel like we're more efficient. And what we found is that our clients actually kind of, especially if they're in the home while we're working there, they kind of enjoy having that extra day off too. that <laughs> They don't have... <laughs> chaos going on around them. So we have not ran into a problem with a client saying, you know, not understanding why, why we're doing that.
1: Okay. So number two, trade contractors. So again, the objection has always been all of our trades work five days a week. Uh, I'm going to throw this in there. We don't want trades in the site without supervision. Uh, So how do you work that? How does that work in
2: this system? So my project managers know that they're and um that they're on call they're they're salaried so they're not hourly so that changes things for them so they know that if they schedule a sub on a friday and it's a new client or it's somebody who just you know they'll either meet with them on thursday or they'll meet them there on friday to get them started and make sure all the questions are answered I have found though that you know of course the project managers really try not to do that because they don't sure. want to mess up their um 3 day weekend so but they both of my project managers uh, do that on a regular basis if they have to have somebody there on a Friday.
1: Yeah so that that was way I always looked at it too but again my bosses didn't seem to buy into yeah. it. Either. The other so, thing
2: we find though is that it, you know it also allows there's days when we will throw in a sub to get something done. If it's say a, a bathroom or a smaller space where we can't pull a bunch of people in, but it's a day that we can slip a slub in while we don't have our guys there. Okay. Uh, to just kind of get something taken care of um, on that day when nobody else is there to be bouncing off of. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's an interesting, interesting idea as well. Mm-hmm. So the third thing is, is that there are studies out there in the, the workforce Uh, development that tell us that people become less efficient after eight hours of work and I mean this is uh, I've seen some that said you know for two or three weeks they can keep it up but after three weeks or so their work their efficiency actually decreases to the point of a 40 hour you know an eight hour day so I'm kind of wondering you know how do you see that? How do you understand that? Yeah.
2: And I, so the two things I would bring up on that. And I, um, I remember when we was and going back to when I was in the field with this other contractor, it was really hard that first week of working 10 hour days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's once, what I was thinking too. Yeah. But once we kind of got the, the rhythm of it and you kind of knew what to expect, I don't think our efficiency Drop down, and I have not seen that in my guys where it drops okay. down. I can go out there, and they're just as busy towards those last two hours of the day as they are earlier on. So I, I think, I mean, I could see it if it was just a short-term thing or a sporadic thing, but I really don't believe that. And I also okay. think, like I brought up earlier, the the extra time saving that you're gaining yep. by not having that breakdown startup time easily yep. would offset any <laughs> slowdown time that you have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I was also wondering, this is, this is, this is 3A. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering a little bit about whether it makes any difference and maybe, maybe you have an idea on this or not, but does it make a difference that, for example, in New England at, in the middle of December, the sun goes down at 430. I mean, it right. becomes dark. Do you think that yeah. makes any difference? Cause you're, in Virginia, it stays light a little bit longer, obviously during this winter time, but do you think that plays into this at all?
2: It does this time of the year or these days start getting shorter. um yeah. we show up at work and it's dark, and we leave right. work and it's dark, yeah, so it definitely can create some complications um and I would say that would be the one of the bigger challenges that I think comes with this. We found ways around it by – with. I mean, usually by – at least here in Virginia, you know, by 7.15 or so when the guys got their tools out, the sun's – you know, unless it's a really cloudy, overcast day. Right. But on, even on the shortest days, it's starting to get pretty light by then. Right. Um, and also, a lot of times during the winter months, we were trying to move more inside doing work and maybe sure. not so much outside so that yeah. we've got lots of lights that we've set up so that we can stay efficient. Yeah. But that – there is – in virginia i'd say it's about a month period of time where it does get kind of challenging trying to yeah you know especially if you're working outside
1: yeah okay so number four under the objections is what about all these monday holidays or do you actually have some weeks that are just three days long
2: we do yeah if okay. it's a if it's a holiday yeah the guys work three days and um they have a, they, they, it's interesting. I've always, how creative they can get to trying to figure out how to get that four day weekend and like <laughs> move the holiday to <laughs> They, they get really creative with that. Um, so, but yeah. And again, that's to me, um, I'm perfectly okay with that. That's a perk yeah. for them. I think, um, part of that ties into, so we have, um, five, paid or actually six paid holidays, but we right. we only pay for five because we pay 50 hours of holiday time. So we, originally we only had five paid holidays, but I think there's something about, I don't remember, two of the holidays, Memorial Day and maybe Labor Day, they decided they wanted to have both. So we ended up, um, so five of the holidays are paid at eight hours and one of the holidays is paid at 10 hours oh, okay. um, to kind of just still keep that same number the same um, but just be able to get that extra day in there.
0: So um, Tim, real quick, just a, a comment on a few of Tim's mm-hmm. objections here. Uh, for me, the number three with, uh, you know, when I had bags on, bags on, when I first started uh, for me, right around three 30, things just started <laughs> falling apart. You know, it started to miss cuts, stuff like that. And then it, it fell apart from there, but it probably is like anything. It's a stamina is built up and I guess having that extra day off could give an additional uh, piece of energy. So it's interesting to hear that because I've always, you know, I always thought that, you know, at a certain period of time, things just started going wrong. Um, But yeah, go ahead.
2: I think you're right, Steve. I, I do think early on, that's the, I mean, I think that first week or two and maybe even month, I think it can be challenging for somebody. But, I think that what the key thing that you said is that they love that that three day weekend, and mm-hmm. gives them so much more flexibility. They have a day to do their own stuff at home if they have kids, you know, and, and uh, over the weekend, and they can focus on their whatever to do list on that Friday. Um, I think that's the extra motivation that keeps them going during the day to, to yeah. you know put in a full week. Yeah, and you know it may not be true for every crew, but I I've been doing this for. 26 years now. And uh, the guys seem, I mean, they, like I said, they would revolt if I tried to pull it back. (laughs) I have not seen any production issues associated
0: with it. And then just touching on one on the first objection with the clients, not having you there on Friday. Are there any that push back on having you there later during
2: the day? Yeah, I was going to, it's more of the time in the morning. Um, So it's not the later it's because we start at seven and, um, we work till five thirty, Um, and again, my guys get really good at trying to figure out ways to, so they, they've gotten, and I'm not, this is not something I'm promoting and I'm actually trying to figure out whether I want to do something about it. But over the last year or two, they've gotten so that they take their 15 minute break in the morning and use that at lunchtime <laughs> to eat their lunch on the go. And don't really, they really never stop. They just kind of keep that, that momentum going um and so i think the the, to go back to your question about the clients sometimes not every client wants us if we're doing since we do remodeling and let's say we're doing a kitchen or a bathroom where we have to get into their house not every client's going to be excited about having people coming to their house while they're doing their morning routine and trying to get people or their kids out to school or whatever they're doing um and I really thought that would be more of an issue. And every now and then it is an issue, and it will come up when we do that pre-construction meeting, mm-hmm. and we'll try to work around it if we can. But I, it's been—I could probably count the, the my hand, one hand, you know, the number of times that that has been an issue that we've had to kind of do something for some a little while. So we can started at eight o'clock instead of seven. I've yeah. never had anybody with an issue with us working till five thirty though.
1: Yeah. No, that's great. Wow. Okay, so I know this has been going on for a while, but can you give us any kind of data on the financial advantage to the company for this arrangement? Can you say with any certainty that your profitability went up by 1% or 2% or is that just too hard for you to, to measure? Yeah,
2: since I've been doing it for so long, yeah, I, mean, I don't really have anything to really compare it to. Um, I just know that my gut tells me that um, the two aspects that I see from a financial aspect of it is that um, I think that it's possible that I've gotten carpenters to come to work for me because of that. They've heard the other guys talk about how much they like to the, yeah. the 10 hour for 10 hour day. And they're intrigued by that idea. And then again, like I said, the less startup breakdown, time yeah. uh, i think really does add up over a, a, a job yeah, scope of a job or a period yeah of that
1: that was going to be my next question i know when i was down there visiting in september uh you had just hired a project manager i believe and i was just kind of curious if you felt like this offering of the four-day work week was an advantage in hiring people. So you seem to feel like that is.
2: I definitely feel like it is. I, I've had um, applicants come to me and, and um, when I mention that four-day work week, they always go, oh, yeah, I know about that. And they're, <laughs> they're kind of excited about that opportunity. So uh, yeah, I do think it's a, it's a feather in our cap as far as trying to bring other people into the, in the
1: company. Yeah. So any problems that popped up that you just uh weren't expecting that that you feel like other than maybe the the winter darkness and that sort of thing is there anything else that you that kind of happened and therefore but you found a solution to obviously but you weren't really expecting that sort of response or that sort of problem?
2: Yeah, the, the only two I think real issues that that I have ever seen associated with it is the winter darkness and once in a while a client that doesn't want us to be in there that early. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. And I mean, of course the sub thing, but I think those are the sub issue is easily navigable just by communication and with um, um, yeah. So I, I don't see that really being a challenge. I think see, it could be a plus at times.
1: Yeah. Maybe just get your subs to go to four day work weeks
2: as well. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised actually that some of them haven't, but I think it's evidently it's hard for people to get their minds wrapped around. But for me, it's, 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 it's it's really worked out well.
1: It's very hard. So I guess as we're wrapping up, Tim, this has been really, really good. I I guess you're preaching to the choir for me. So it sounds like uh, it, it, (laughs) but, um, what advice would you give to a contractor? Let's start with that. And then that might want to do this. And then the second question is what about some of those staff members who are listening right now, who think this is a great idea, but, but they want to pitch it to the boss, so to speak. So if you could address both of those, Mm -hmm. what what about the contractor that thinks they'd like to do this? And then what about the staff member who's listening into this that goes, wow, this is a great idea, how how could they pitch that to their their bosses?
2: Okay, well, from a contractor standpoint, I, and I think you kind of have to look. Each contractor operates a little differently than other contractors, and depending on your size and the staff that you have, I I found it very beneficial as a small contractor. Um, I mean, to me now, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I think from the well let's back up. So from a small contractor perspective, I think it really helps to allow you to focus in the field when you're on the field and then to focus on the other aspects of the business when on those varieties. Yeah, if that yeah. works for your, your schedule. And I think it can be a huge plus to allow, because when you're trying to do so many things in the same day and you need to be at job site a, but be at sales meeting B or whatever, It's just you're never able to really focus on one thing. So I think it allows you to really be able to focus your attention on what you're doing at that time. A larger contractor, I think, um, who has more staff and maybe project managers or lead carpenters, I think if I was going to roll it out, I would want to talk to my lead people first and see if they have buy-in on that. And then if they do have buy-in and are interested in trying it, roll it out for a month and then get some feedback from those people and see how it's going. Do they see a a drop in production and and really kind of put your finger on whether it's working? I think a month may be too short a period of time, because I do think there is um, a, a period where you have to get that transition, but at least kind of roll it out for some period of time to really, and see if it works and if people like it or not. Right. It may not be for everybody. And what about,
1: what about the staff member who Yeah, the great I mean,
2: idea? I would go to your boss and say, man, we just, we're just we going to be, you know, I would go over the less breakdown, less um, uh, breakdown of startup calls, you know, less lunch run over <laughs> time or whatever. And if people give 15-minute breaks, you know, I, I could see it easily adding 45 minutes to a day in, in a day's time production. Well, okay. at, at least, t- yeah. So I just – I think there there's benefits from that standpoint. And then I think the other thing is that if they really do like it and it does seem to draw carpenters, I think that's another big way to sell it to your boss. Yeah.
1: Sounds fantastic. This has been so good. Thank you. Yeah, good. Okay. Well, I hope it helps. Thanks so much, Tim. Take care. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Take, talk to you later. All right. Take care.
0: Tim, that was enlightening. I finally <laughs> – now I – I see how it can work. I see, you know, I, I loved your going through each objection uh, and him, you know, being able to answer each one of them. And you know, they're not unfounded. and And I think he gave really great responses on how he combats that. But the one thing I took from this, and you know, might be a small thing, but anything we can do to recruit people, recruit uh, carpenters, people in the field, recruiting to me was the big takeaway for. Um, people seeing that as a big benefit, because it sounds like everybody's ecstatic about having it set up this way.
1: Yeah. One of the things that is really important is that one of the best things you can give people now is time off. And, you know, bonuses have always been in the conversation and sure they'll take the money, but if you can give them a little bit of time for themselves and for their family uh, and for everything else that goes on in life, it is a huge motivator for people. And um, the only thing I'm a little sorry of is that Tim started this, uh, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. And we don't have a lot of, you know, comparison from what it was like before to what he's doing now because he's always been doing it. But the concepts are there, so many great things. You know, he's dealt with some of the problem areas that tend to develop. And uh, it's just something that I think contractors ought to think about, both from an efficiency standpoint, as well as a uh, company satisfaction standpoint.
0: Yeah. Well, once again, we would like to thank Tim Welsh for joining us today. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Tim Fowler Show.
1: And remember, at The Tim Fowler Show, we are working very hard to eliminate it is what it is from your vocabulary.
0: This has been another episode of the Tim Fowler Show. Want to hire Tim and fast track your growth? Visit remodelersadvantage.com consulting to learn more. And if you'd like more information about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program, please send me an email at steve at remodelersadvantage.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.